Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we are in Who is Della, which is the fourth and final play in the Silver King sequence. We are in Act 2, titled I Am Della, and this is Scene 7, called Washington, D.C. It begins with Michael, the narrator, who is the Silver King's son. This scene is the sumptuous Senate office of Claire Engel, California's leader of a growing congressional delegation. The next federal census in 1960 will reapportion additional districts to California. James Shepard has arranged for Della Martin to donate her brother's papers to the Library of Congress. And James Shepard, Frank Ober Jr., and Stanley Silverfield were accompanying Della Martin and Viola Powell as they travel to Washington from New York City. They will meet with members of the California delegation, Maryland Senator James Glenn Bell, Library of Congress executives, and a surprise participant, the Senate's majority leader and possible presidential candidate, Lyndon Baines Johnson of Texas. The Librarian of Congress was Lawrence Q. Mumford, who was appointed in 1954 by President Eisenhower. Michael continues, It's November 1959. Competition within the National Democratic Party to succeed President Eisenhower was intense, including the rising Senate powers Hubert Humphrey and Lyndon Johnson. One year later, John F. Kennedy, a young Massachusetts senator, will be the nation's president-elect. JFK will beat Richard Nixon, a former California congressman and senator, and Eisenhower's two-term vice president in what was a very close election. Nixon, as a naval reservist after World War II, was assigned to Martin Manufacturing's Middle River facility to assist the government's post-war negotiations with the company. Nine years later, after the assassinations of JFK in 1963 and Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert Kennedy in 1968, Richard Nixon was elected the 37th President of the United States. His vice president was Spiro T. Agnew, an obscure first-term governor of Maryland. Nixon and Agnew won a landslide second victory in 1972. But within two years, both men were gone. Nixon, the Watergate president, resigned in August 1974. Agnew, caught in a cash corruption scheme that began when he was the Baltimore County executive and ran through his governorship and into the White House basement, made his own deal with the federal attorney general, Elliot Richardson, in October 1973. The U.S. Attorney for the District of Maryland at that time, George Bell, led the investigative team that forced Agnew's departure. And Bell's older brother, Glenn Jr., was the Maryland senator who won his election in 1970 with White House help 
Their father, James Glenn Bell, was a Maryland U.S. Senator from 1953 to 1965, and he appears in this scene. Lyndon Baines Johnson, who succeeded Kennedy in 1963, won the presidency in a 1964 national landslide election over Arizona Senator Barry Goldwater. And less than four years later, Johnson, caught in the nation's unrest over civil rights and Vietnam, declined to run for re-election. Before those fateful days, however, LBJ was the powerful Senate Majority Leader and decorated World War II veteran. In 1942, he was a young Texas Hill Country congressman, anxious to burnish his political career through a political appointment to serve the nation as a warrior. His patron, FDR, arranged for LBJ to be named a lieutenant commander in the Naval Reserves, and then the president sent his young minion west. Johnson, as William Harwood wrote in his 1993 book, Raise Heaven and Earth, which was published by Simon & Schuster, lived through his B-26 mission and made a successful return to Washington. This is Della Martin, Glenn's sister, who steps forward under a single light. This is an exciting day for me. Thank you. I learned much about Glenn after his death. Mr. Shepard and Mr. Ober helped me learn about him. And Mr. Silverfield, our Stanley, has shared stories about his war, the Marauder, and his relationship with Glenn. Viola and I are so lucky to be here with everyone today. Please forgive my tears. And this is Michael, the narrator, reading from William Harwood's book, who, like our Stanley, the Silver King, was a World War II bombardier. And he wrote this about Lyndon Johnson. Among others who attested to the B-26 as a rugged fighting machine was a future president of the United States, at the time a junior congressman from Texas and a lieutenant commander in the Naval Reserve. Lyndon Baines Johnson was sent to the South Pacific in the spring of 1942 on a fact-finding mission by President Roosevelt. His assignment was to be the president's eyes and ears on how the war was progressing and what our men in the field needed. Despite instructions to the contrary and a military escort with orders to keep the commander-slash-congressman out of harm's way, Johnson talked his way aboard the Heckling Hare, an original short-wing B-26 of the 22nd Bomb Group, and flew as an observer over enemy-held New Guinea. On a harrowing bomb run over a suicide target, the heavily fortified Japanese airbase at Lae, his marauder was jumped by seven enemy zeros when it had to drop out of formation after losing a generator. Riddled by Japanese gunfire, the heckling hare was credited with shooting down one attacker while fighting off the others. It returned safely to its base, full of holes, both literally and figuratively, but with the crew and distinguished observer safely aboard. For that particular mission, 
Each crew member of the Heckling Hare, including Presidential Special Observer Lyndon Johnson, was awarded the Distinguished Service Medal by General Douglas MacArthur. As the lights go up on this scene in the office of Claire Engel, the conversation begins with James Shepard, who is Della Martin's attorney. Hello, Senators Engel and Beale, and Mr. Mumford, our Librarian of Congress. Thank each of you for arranging this meeting. It's an exciting day for Della Martin, our California group, and Glenn Martin's Maryland legacy. Senator Engel. Hello, James. It's good to see you again. I know you've been busy, and I know you and Della's team have done amazing things to make this day possible. And Senator Bell from Maryland. Hello, Mr. Shepard. I am so pleased to be part of today's historic announcement. Our conversations throughout these years about the Martin manufacturing legacy reach fruition now. And Lawrence Mumford, the Librarian of Congress. James, it's great to finally meet you. It's such a privilege to represent the Library of Congress and the nation's history. Glenn L. Martin made a tremendous difference in the shape of the world today. And the late arriving Senate Majority Leader, Lyndon Johnson. I apologize, Senator Engel. I know you didn't expect me, but I heard that Della Martin would be here today. I couldn't miss a chance to offer my support and share the Martin Marauder's history. Hello, Miss Martin, Mr. Shepard, and all of your guests. I am grateful to be a part of this conversation. Claire Engel, to the leader. Welcome, Mr. Leader. I've heard your story about riding a B-26 in the Pacific Theater and General MacArthur's medal ceremony. That is an amazing story. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. And James Shepard. Hello, Senator Johnson. Thank you for joining us. And please allow me to introduce our group. This is Della Martin and her companion, Viola Powell. They've just returned from Europe with Mr. Stanley Silverfield. Mr. Silverfield is a decorated B-26 bombardier who met Glen L. Martin during World War II and worked for Martin Manufacturing after the war. And this is Frank Ober Jr., a World War I veteran who was Glenn Martin's personal attorney in Baltimore. And Mr. Ober asked me to lead the California team that completed Glenn Martin's estate transfer to Della Martin. And our hero, the king. Della, your tears are fine. We share them and are very grateful to be part of this day. Your decision to give Glenn's papers to the Library of Congress is a wonderful gesture. His history, as Senator Johnson has said, changed the lives of everyone in this room. And Lawrence Mumford. Miss Martin, your Stanley's words resonate through our nation's history. May I say, speaking for the Library of Congress and President Dwight David Eisenhower, thank you for this remarkable gift. We are grateful. This is the end of Scene 7, entitled Washington, D.C. In Act 2, I am Della, of the final play in this series, entitled Who is Della? And you are listening to The Silver King's War.